Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Umar Ahmed, IFL TV MTK Global. I promise I'll do it for That's now. better. Look, get, get, get the only bit of jawline I've got left. <laughs> Uh, emotional scenes in there with Charlie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I asked you a silly question. I said, did you get that? And you were like, yeah, cool. But it was a lovely touch of Maurizio Suleiman. Mm. You know, we want to thank him. Beautiful belt for Charlie's mum. All the little pictures of, uh, you know, the, uh, Charlie's mum and Charlie together. It was great. You know, it was a, a great night for Charlie. Just really pleased he got a chance to headline. You know, next he may be on a pay-per-view event or a big event as chief support, but he's headlined punch perfect performance and uh, yeah it was um, it was a great night and I'm very pleased for Charlie Edwards because he's a good man with Moreno I've never seen someone take so many licks and still <laughs> no, no, come no, no, forward no. like that very tough I mean like I said uh, out of the same camp as Sergio Garcia you know he was probably fighting at a strong European level and Charlie was world class that was the difference but I think Charlie's the best flyweight in the world I, I can't see anybody beating him and I think it's very exciting to see what the future holds Obviously, Selby fights tonight in yeah. Mexico. Is that a possible fight? Or is it going to be mandatory, isn't it? Yeah, if he yeah. wins. I mean, I actually expect him to win that fight. I mean, Andrew Selby's a great talent. He's just had a bit of an up-and-down career. And, you know, um, if he can get the decision tonight... Um, oh, cheers, mate. That's the thumbnail, sorted. <sighs> what is it? Bud Light? Um, then... He, he gets a shot, you know, but obviously if we unify, um, he also still has a rematch clause, uh, so we'll have to see what happens with that, but uh, I thought it was a, a punch-perfect performance. The man behind me, Joshua Bawatsi, incredible stoppage, man. No, he is, I mean, what excites me as a promoter is young fighters, and obviously world champions, but young fighters that we can guide and enjoy the great moments with. Mm. And when you get someone like Joshua Boatsy, it is so inspiring. It's all good, then. Speak to me in the week. Yeah? Good, no, holiday? You got a spare one, anything? Okay. No, but Gary's got one. Gaz, oh, um, 
because I, I believe there's no limit to where Boatsy can go, you know. And I know he's. And by the way, I thought Liam Conroy did really well tonight. I mean, I thought he boxed really well. To be honest, I felt that the stoppage might have been a little bit early. A lot of people disagreed with me, but I do think he would have got potentially hurt badly after that. But he got up, he, he composed himself, he got on his feet, he was solid. He went down heavy, and I think that was one of the reasons that, um, you know, he. Uh, the, the ref called it off, but Wats is the goods mate. He's just, you know, he's an incredible fighter. And, and you know, when you've got someone who has the potential to beat the very best in the division, he's so exciting. And he's, I, I can't really make him out, to be honest with you, because did you see, like, after the second round, they had a little exchange and the he bell went. And he, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he would never do that. Uh, I mean, you know, you've interviewed him. Nice I mean, guy. I know. So he is an animal in the ring, an animal, and he loves to fight. And sometimes he trades a little bit too much, but he loves it, and he's got the absolute granite chin as well. And, I, and I'm just so excited about Joshua Bretzi. His trainer Mark wants him to win the British outright. Is that what you're planning to do with him as well? I think any fighter that can win the British title outright um, is a beautiful belt. And any prospect coming through who has the ability to go on to world level should look to try and win that British title. Whether it's a British title or whether it's a, you know, to win it outright. Sorry, mate, I'm with the new kid on the block who's, to be honest with you, a lot better than you. Asking about getting booed at gymnastics. Not really. Not really. Not really. More cheers than booze. three people that were there today and they said that you got booed hard. Well, you look like a helmet, so what does it matter? Mate. Do me a favour. What, mate? No, you're, from, you you're from Billericay. You're from Stock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Ardstock. Um, yeah, so I can't remember where it Yeah, so Boatsy just, you know. Um, I would like to point out, I didn't get booed at the gymnastics. A little bit, right? There was 8,000 people. Seemed quite busy there. There was only maybe 500 booed. It's quite funny because it was all the dads. Do you know what I mean? Like all the kids obviously did had no clue who I was. And the dads were like, boo! Because they thanks. Um, yeah, so Boatsy outstanding. Winning the British title outright is definitely a focus. I want him to box at Madison Square Garden um, against a top 15 guy. Obviously, he's not going to defend his British title over there. Um, Josh is very calculated. Like, he lets the team make the decision, but ultimately, he will tell us how he's feeling inside and, and the vibe he's got about mm -hmm. going again so quickly. It's 10 weeks. It would give him a week to 10 days to just calm his body down, rest after camp, and he would have to go again. So it is quite quick, but you know, it wasn't a long, brutal fight tonight, and he has had three first round stoppages, but it's the camps more than the actual fights. A Coley, good stoppage win uh, mm. against Camacho, and yeah, still British, and, and now Commonwealth champ again. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought he was a bit unlucky tonight because he, he, he tends to hurt these fighters and then they like mm. to hold. And obviously he gets criticised for holding as well. So he was a little bit sloppy at times. He fell in at times and what he was looking to time up. But for all the criticism Lawrence might get, either tonight and probably not so much tonight, but previously, he's had 12 fights. He's won the Commonwealth title twice. He's won the WBA International. He's top 10 in the world and he's British champion. And I, I don't know who's going to beat him. You know? Like domestically, I don't think anyone can beat him. Rackpool's a good fight, isn't it? Yes, but I think at this stage, you'd have to say Lawrence was a favourite in that fight. But that is a fight that could be a great fight. So now we look at the Dennis Lebedev situation and say, do you gamble for a world title? 
The right response is no, because you have a very talented young fighter that has a lot of potential. But he can beat Lebedev. He's, in my opinion, he's the favourite in that fight. And if you don't take these opportunities when that champion is there for the taking, in two years' time, maybe when he is ready, that WBA champion might be a young Eastern Europe, Russian, Uzbek beast that you can't beat or would be tougher to beat. So, you know, it's, um, it's going to be a tough decision. My advice to Lawrence, and I'm the one who ain't got to get in the ring, is probably take it, but it'll be up to his team. I think he shouldn't take it in terms of his development, but I just feel like timing is everything, and I feel like that could be the right fight for him. <laughs> Spoke to Lawrence after, he said he's done with the British team. He wants to move on to European yeah, and world. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when you look at the, that domestic scene, React Poor is a very good talent. Quade Glover is also a very good talent. You know, you've got Billum Smith, he's, he's around as well. Chuck Messi. Yeah, Jack Massey's good. I just can't see a lot of domestic fires. Um, exciting. So it's, do you go European? I mean, look, you know, the European champion's a good fight. There's an argument that the Lebedev fight might just be just as easy. So it's all about risk reward and we'll sit down with, with his team. Um, and, and plot the future this week. Well, Uzik and Gassiev moving up to heavyweight obviously yeah. it frees it up. Mm. You've got, who have you got? Dortikus. Yeah, but you've got, I mean, so Lebedev's going to slot back in a super champ and then obviously every belt is taken by Usyk and it will become vacant. But you've got uh, Bradis, you've got Dortikus, you've got uh, Wolczeki, Wal oh, is yeah. it Wolczeki? Yeah. Um, you've got Tab Tabiti, I think, fighting for another title. Like, they're, they're good fighters. Lebedev's a very good champion. He's just getting old. Mm. And I just think the timing might be perfect to take his belt. All right. Fury Schwartz announced tonight, uh, June 15th in Vegas. Your thoughts? Um, look, I don't think I'm going to do myself any favours criticising Tyson Fury with my general uh, public um, popularity. It's a dreadful fight. I mean, you know, you, you've just fought... Um, Deontay Wilder, you, you've basically beaten Deontay Wilder. I know it was close, but most people had him winning the fight. They've ordered a rematch, you've pulled out of the rematch, and you're fighting Tom Schwartz. If Anthony Joshua had done that, what do you think the reaction would be? I mean, so, but I don't blame Tyson Fury. He's been given a load of money to have an easy touch. No problem. I guess that is the argument that he's been the B-side for the Klitschko fight, for the Wilder fight. Now he's got the opportunity to be the A-side, build a platform or well, build on the, the A-side to these champion. I mean, ultimately. But he's, he, you know, unless uh, ESPN and Showtime can make that fight, then it's not ordered anymore. That's over. Mm. But I just think, I don't know. I mean, look, I just feel like AJ gets a lot of unfair criticism in terms of his resume and who he's fighting. And then um, Fury goes and fights Tom Schultz. I mean... No disrespect to Tom Schwartz. He's not even top 15 in the world. I know he's ranked with the WBO, but he's not. List me the top 15 heavyweights in the world. He's not. He's not really even that close, to be honest with you. So, but it's not tight. Like Tyson's happy as Larry. You know, he's getting a load of money for an easy fight. But I just, you know, it says a lot about when you talk about legacy and you talk about I'm this and I'm that, and you get a chance to rematch the guy for the WBC world title that you've basically already beaten and set up just monumental undisputed fights and you 
turn that down and then fight this guy, you're going to get stick, aren't you? But listen, I can't knock them, man. Good luck to him. One question on Wilder. Have you seen the Wilder Brazil press conference where he's making comments where he wants to basically kill Brazil in the ring? Yeah. And to make funeral arrangements, you know. Mm. I mean, look, again, I think me making comments on Deontay Wilder is probably, you know, old hat now. Um, look, I just think on comments like that, this is a sport where anything can happen and terrible things have happened in the ring. And I just think that if something bad happened and you said that, you'll probably regret it for the rest of your life. So, some things get said in the heat at the moment. He's a very emotional guy, Wilder. Or he's a very good actor. Might be a bit of both, actually. But, you know, for me, and this will probably sound boring, I would rather try and let these fighters inspire a generation of, of young people and be role models rather than talk about opponents making funeral arrangements. I think it's bad for the sport. But, but he's the bad guy. You know, he wants to try and build this fight, build the excitement. And, you know, but like I said, if anything, God forbid, ever happened in the ring and you said that, you know, you're going to live um, an unhappy life. A few updates to go through. Uh, obviously, Mauricio Suleiman is here. Anything happened between him oh, and look, we White? Had, we, had, we had a meeting earlier, um, effectively a, a mediation of the situation. The WBC will go through their procedure, it will go back to the Board of Governors, they'll review our proposal. Um, it's pretty clear what we want, you know, to, to get that mandatory position for Dillian White. And I, I haven't really got anything else to say otherwise, other than they'll review it and we'll probably hear back in 14 days. Okay. Um, Gassier to the zone, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, we have a deal uh, in place that will be announced this week. And I'm looking forward to uh, him moving up to the heavyweight division. You know, you've got the two best cruiserweights in the world. The undisputed cruiserweight in Usyk moving to heavyweight, the unified cruiserweight world champion in Gassiev moving to heavyweight, and I think they're going to be great additions. A lot of the media haven't actually spoken to you about this, but obviously you've done a co-promotional deal with the Salons for Filip Hergovic. Mm -hmm. What's the plan with him? Well, the good news is, is I sent them a list of opponents the other day, five of them, oh. and they just come back and said anyone. And when I spoke to Kelly yesterday, uh, he said. Philip said to Keller, why do you even ask me? As in, about who to fight. So he's going to move great. I, I rate Philip Hergovic as probably, well, definitely top 10 already in the heavyweight division. I think you speak to anyone in the game, anyone that saw him as an amateur, anyone that's been around him, I believe he's going to be a very, very tough heavyweight to be. Technically excellent, punches very hard. So yeah, I think for Hergovic is the real deal. He'll box on the Usyk card as well uh -huh. on May 17. So we're just finalising that. We hoped to announce yesterday, but it'll probably be Monday now. All right, Eddie Hearn, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. And, uh, Get ready for Liverpool next week. It's an absolute cracker. Saul mm. Fitzgerald, Paris Ali. Smith-Eggington, Farrell against Bose, mm. Robbie Davis Jr. against Joe Hughes. I mean, our Facebook fight is Philip Bose against Farrell for Come the Commonwealth title. Our first fight, probably Robbie Davis Jr. against Joe Hughes for the British and Commonwealth then David Price against Cash Alley, and then Fowler Fitzgerald, which I cannot wait for, and Smith Eggington, which is going to be an absolute war. 8,000 so far done in Liverpool. Only £40 tickets left. If you're not there, be there. Or watch it on Sky Sports and Zone, baby. <laughs> what have you made of Fitzgerald's Twitter? Account? Hilarious. Hilarious. I mean, he's never really used social media, and now he's just got into it. And he's just... But he's... Uh, he's... You know... He's bang up for this. I mean, he's almost, like, obsessed 
with this fight. And to be honest with you, this is the first time I've seen this desire from him in camp, mentally. And the press conference is going to be great this week, and I think the fight is going to be very explosive. Well, we'll see you there. Thank Cheers, you, mate. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.